Welcome back, Mo. It's been like a checks watch too long. Way it's too been long. Too long. I know celebrating finishing in second in a table is fun. Um, you know, being a Liverpool fan that you are. Well, I told you guys that we'll end up either first or second. That that's what I was telling you. Like they were behind one point again. You know, it's just a it's just those seasons. It just shows right. you how competitive Liverpool and Man City are, you know. And that was my prediction, and my prediction came true. And I'm, I'm actually proud of my team, even with all their injuries. You know, they still made it to second. Now, people at the at the what um, at the middle of the season before the season break, they were like, "Oh, you know, Liverpool looks like they're gonna end up third or fourth. I was like, "No, no, no, no." Not my Liverpool. My Liverpool, they know what they're doing. Klopp is a tactician, my friend. You know, that man doesn't just sit around like, uh, you know, what's, uh, what's, what's Manchester United's coach? What's his name? Nobody even knows him. They don't sit around like Man U and just wonder what could be. No, no, no. They play to the last man. Like, it's like they're on a battlefield. And once everything is over, they lay on the ground bloody and exhausted. And victorious. It's just that Man City, you know, it's fucking Man City. What am I gonna say? So uh, it would seem. <laughs> yeah, it's just Man City. Like, there's not much to say. You know, uh, they have the they have the more strategic team. You know, and um, it, they just luck was on their side. I would say, honest to God, luck was on their side. You know, because we had some, you know, one, you know, a goal difference games where, you know, we're like last minute and then in the 90th minute we score one goal and then we're saved, right? Man City also had a lot of those and unfo- like just unfortunately for us, they had more of them than we did. They had enough yeah, of them to fine. go a point ahead. Yeah. But that's where I sit on that one. We look to the future and we look to this season and we're ready and prepared. Although our past two games are not, uh, they've not been very promising. But I've learned not to doubt Liverpool so early on. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I mean, again, it's we're three games in, a few windows coming in for tomorrow on Sunday. But I mean, table's looking interesting. But then again, if you're going to try to judge a 38-game league on the first three games, it's very um, unwise of you. But we're going to do it anyways. We are three games in. Going to have a few games in coming into this window. What for you has surprised you? And I know we can talk about some of the games that happened today, if you caught any of them. But so far, what has surprised you? And then what has kind of... Give me a couple surprises, a couple disappointments. Um, in the Prem so far? Surprises? Arsenal, hands down. Hands down, Arsenal. Oh my, I am surprised with Arsenal. The way they're playing, like I saw the highlights, I didn't watch the game, but I saw the highlights and I was like, oh, oh my God. Is this the Arsenal that we all know? No, they couldn't be. And I watched it again. And I was like, yeah. This is definitely a different team. Arsenal are going to be competitive 
this year. My biggest disappointment, Man United. They got trashed by Southampton for nothing. Can you believe that? For nothing. Like, I, I, I did not even know how to react to that when I saw the scores. You know, I was just scrolling through my feed and I was like, oh, let's see who, what the scores were for last week. And I was like, Man United got trashed? And not even in the first half, all in the second half. It's like they just gave up playing. Like, I watched the highlight and it's like, this team does not want to play. It seems like they don't even know how to play. And Harry Maguire should go. That man is useless. They're useless. You know, ah, the back passes. I don't I don't get why they're keeping him on board and they 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 went and made him captain. You made the shittiest <laughs> player on your team captain. Do you know <laughs> what do you expect at that point? You know, what what do you expect? Oh, I I'm just I don't I, I don't think Manu will end where they are, but you cannot look at them and say, yeah, they're they're par for the course. I mean, the Brighton loss, I mean, we, we did, we had Nelson on. It seems like we never get you all on at the same time to have the, the true joy of banter. But... <laughs> uh, you know what? It's a good thing I don't have Nelson on because he's going to try and defend Manu uh, some way. By saying, oh, you know, the season just started. Ah, bull crap. Manu has never started a season this badly. But, I mean, I think how they are. I mean, Nelson's on record for saying he thinks they finished top four. And, I mean, you can take that. Uh, I don't. In yes, which I world? Don't. <laughs> in I, which I, world? I tweeted it. Yo, so I tweeted it. And like the man you fans, the screenshot. Yeah, yeah, I showed you guys in the screen. Yeah, and people were just like, like, I, I wish I had his faith. It was just like, okay. And then right. after the game, the dedication right, that but, man puts into that team. Oh, look, I see his points, and his points are right. Martial and Rashford have been productive as a pairing up top. Okay, fine. That was how many years ago? They finally have a. a a CDM in Casemiro. I mean, congrats on that. But he's, he's not there yet for years. He's not there yet. But he's not there yet. Yeah, but okay, yes, that's true. Until I see him on the pitch, it's not real. But yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make a difference until he starts playing. You know, that's the thing. And I mean, it won't make a difference until yeah. he starts playing. And after this weekend, I mean, let's be real, we will Man, you shouldn't have a win after this. After tomorrow, if they somehow pull out a win, I mean, as as we, me and Elson have said this, and you'll probably this is going to be a fascinating year of not only the Prem but all European leagues are going to be very fascinating. Just with the World Cup coming in, condensing games with the yeah. Champions League before that, it's the, going tra- to be- the winter transfer window. Oh yeah, and and here's the thing though, but. They have tried to counter it by saying that you know, some, 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 some clubs can. I mean, some leagues um, can have more than three substitutes. I think they have five in total now. Right, even the Premier League is doing that. Yeah, they're, they're doing five. They're doing five. Yeah, it's five. 
So that that helps a bit because mm-hmm. it's it's going to be a big strain on the players, and I do feel for the players because it does it's gonna help. be a yeah. compact calendar. It's gonna be a compact calendar. It will, and, um, and I just hope that squad depth is going to much. become because yeah. see, the thing is, if if they get too many injuries, they're gonna have that problem of who's gonna play in the World Cup. You know, the players playing in the World Cup, maybe a country half of their squad is injured out due to injury. Most of we don't want any of the stars out on injury. And because uh, that that will make for a very dull World Cup, to be honest, that will make for a very very dull World Cup. So yeah, I I just hope that uh, the players take it. You know, they're not they're managed well, because most of the teams that now they have substitutes for their main players. You know, Tottenham has great substitute line for their main players uh, with the purchase of um, Calvert Harvard Lewin from. Everton, you know, yeah. when when Kane is tired or they need to switch out a uh, song, it, it, it's it's easy and quick. You know, they don't have to um, work him too hard, making him play uh, ninety minutes day in day out. It, it's gonna be rough. Mm-hmm. Well, it definitely is. And I think a squad depth is gonna matter not only just with substitutions and how like a team like even though. They're notorious for just having good players and not knowing what to do with them, and then they leave, and then they're mm-hmm. so productive. Like Chelsea would have been interesting if they were able to keep all their players this year, because then they would have the depth to not be able to, to not have a big like misstep based off of what they play as. Now the issue with that is when you have players who all think that they are all starter worthy, so. they're all going to push for moves because at the end of the day, with a winter, <laughs> you're not only playing. For to get onto a national roster, you're also playing to be a yeah. I mean, you could go by um, insert player from country who went on a tear at the World Cup, or you could buy me, who's been playing day in day out, and uh, I've been putting up nothing but numbers. So it's it's a very fascinating aspect in terms of in terms of like what every player is thinking about, right? I mean, I'm looking at this from a Ghanaian perspective, and, like, Mohamed Caduce is trying to get a move to Everton for whether that be the same time <laughs> I saw that. being able to fit. Hey, I saw that. I you, saw you know that. what? The, the man needs to, the man wants to play, and if he doesn't feel he's getting it at Ajax, I mean, you have to also I think mean, about your career, you not only, but not just the financial yeah. side, right? But it's not, it's not, yeah, that's the thing. Now, players at this point should think more about the playing time rather than the financials. Yes. Right? Because that's their career. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're only thinking about the financials, if you don't, if you're not like, you know, a fit for that team, you're just sitting on the bench till your contract gets out or somebody else tries to buy you. And by that time, your value in, that, in a team is greatly depreciated because you don't have those numbers to back you up and that playing time to make, you know, to make you a top choice. So say like, for example, let's say, um, right now we have, who, who was it? What, what is the example I'm trying to make here? Pepe. Yes. You know, Pepe and Arsenal, 
he he looked at the financials instead of you know figuring out whether he would, he was best suited to fit into that team's you know culture and he didn't fit in very well it didn't last very long he's on the bench most games and now big teams are not even looking his way it's just the small teams that want him and it's like mm-hmm. is that what your career has come down to your your prospects your you know people wanted him a lot when he was uh, before he moved to arsenal like big teams were like yeah yeah no no like i want pepe and they were like fighting for him but now it's come to a stage where it's like you haven't been playing that much you know, we'd rather get somebody who's who's put up numbers. You know, who can play ninety minutes and get results. You know, and the big—that's what—that's the, the only thing the big leagues are looking at right now, and they don't even like—they're they're not even looking his way. You know, and Arsenal are giving a, him away for how much? Forty-three, mm-hmm. I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere around that number. You know, or they were even looking to give him off on loan. I mean, if you're giving off on loan, that that just that, that that's not good for you as a player, as a high level player. It's not good mm-hmm. at all. So they should look at more than just financials and see whether they fit into a team before they jump ship. You know? No, n- and that's true. Yeah, I think time matters. Your financials will come into account as well, but you definitely have to take all those factors into account when you're going into mm-hmm. it. So exactly, and that's a fair point to look at it. So we're looking at the prem, yeah, and it, it's tough because it's like you have so many factors into what you want, even with the players who are trying to push to get onto national teams, even there, right? I mean, like, yeah, literally, like every 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 Ghanaian who every player who has like three ounces Ghanaian, you know, they they've tasted jollof. They've had some watching. Like, hey. <laughs> they they tasted something uh, relatively close to jollof. Let's be clear on that one. They've t- t- tasted something <laughs> relatively close to jollof. Yes, that's true. Not exactly jollof. They've, that's, had, that's they've, not, uh, they've had red rice. Yeah. And, they, and they're like, oh, Missy. They've had red <laughs> rice. Exactly. <laughs> they hey, have rice and sauce mixed together. It's like, no, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They've had rice and uh, sauce mixed together. And now they claim to be Ghanaian. Just because of the playtime. You know? Yeah, so with it, that, be, like, um, there's so many factors. Yeah, jump in. There's so many factors to um, to the World Cup right now, and the thing is, there's so many expectations, high expectations, because it was it's been delayed, you know. And they're like, okay, this is new territory where we're playing in a desert, literally playing in a desert. You know, no player is used to that. I mean, except for the um, Arabs. You know, that's they, yeah. They've been playing their... Well, it's their country, obviously. They're used to it. But for the players that are not, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know how they're going to fare off against those that have been playing in those grounds for a very long time. Those who have adapted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I'm No, at. yeah, I just... Yeah, and plus the players who aren't going to make that, like, you have a solid break in the middle of your season, which, I mean... <laughs> I'm wondering how teams, if how teams want to approach this year, and, and not only for a prem, but overall Europe, especially those who are going to take that break. Right? Do you just try mm-hmm. to go? Do you literally just try to run your top fourteen players into the ground, knowing that you have time for them to recover, and then you try to do it again in the second half, or do you try to rotate? Understand, you have to balance between 
players who are trying to get into form, players who are coming mm-hmm. back from injury, players who are on the fringes and trying to make a squad. Like, if you're a coach, let's say, because you're you're at, you're at Liverpool, literally. You have, yep. mm-hmm. for every Salah, you have a Trent Alexander-Arnold, right? You have, a, you have a Dean Henderson. You have players who are going to be playing for their national teams, but then you also have players who aren't. If you're, mm-hmm. if you're the manager for Arsenal, are you literally going to... I'm sorry, Liverpool, my bad. Are you going to say, you know what, I'm going to rely on <laughs> the players who are trying to get into form for the World Cup now? And then, and then when we come back from the World Cup, then it's it's Salah time. Then it's Mo Mo Go Mo Go Mo Mo Go. Like, is that the strategy? Are you going to do the reverse? Use rely on Mo, knowing that he has a break, ease those other players into minutes, and then once you get to the second half, then you just go balls to the wall and try to maintain the race. How do you structure that? I think, I think. I would divide it 80-20, you know. Um, 80% of the playing time will go to those, my, like, top 11 players who are getting ready for the World Cup, you know. 80% of my devotion will be to them. Because here's the thing. Those are my top players no matter how I look at it, right? And it's not like other teams are just going to relax as well and do the same thing I'm doing. And, you know, rest their high-level players. That's not the case. Everybody's playing playing to win. So what I would do is I would give 80% of the playing time to my main 11. And because I have five substitutions, I will rotate them with the ones I would like to ease into the game eventually. Right? And you know, for players like Mo Salah, obviously he's going to start every game. I'm not going to bench him. But uh, players like, um, you know, Thiago, uh, Timikas, uh, Harvey mm-hmm. Elliott, you know, those players, they can come out, you know, Trent Alexander-Arnold, I can bring those players out, Fabinho, I can bring those players out and put, replace, like, start other players, you know, for, for, for some games. You know, I, those those players that I can rest without worrying. But if I rest Mo Salah, what's the point? I'm trying to get goals. He's my goal machine. Mm-hmm. So for my main players, I'll give them 80% of the playing time and rotate them with the players who are going to be pl- who, who won't be going to the World Cup. That That's how it's going to be. Because to me, that just makes more sense. You know, you, if you rely 100% on just your uh, top 11 and, or 14 and run them to the ground, uh, at the end of the day, you know, you're still running them to the ground. What happens when they're not there? Who is going to replace them? The guys who are replacing them didn't get enough minutes, so they're not informed. And we already know those, that those guys are second choice. You know, so it's not good to put a out-of-form second choice player... Um, as you're starting 11. And you're starting 11 and expect good results. It doesn't happen that way. Mm. You know, it just doesn't happen. I'll put those guys in. I'll rotate them with my main players because I know that at some point they will have to replace them. Mm. And I'll need them to be ready when that time comes. You know, at this point, it's just a strategy game. Who's more prepared? That's the thing. Who's more prepared for what's eventually going to come? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Not a bad thing. With that being case, I want to go over something because I'm I'm curious to see what your thought on this is, especially since you mentioned goals, getting goals from there. I'm on oddshark.com. I have no okay. partnership with them. But, yo, if y'all want to, holler at your boy. Uh, <laughs> okay. They have the odds to win the Premier League Golden Boot. All right. You know, at plus six, mm-hmm. 160, you got Holland. Second place, you have Salah, Harry Kane, Gabby Jesus, Darwin Nunez, Sung Human, Alexander Mitrovic, Gabriel Martinelli, you know that guy Cristiano Ronaldo, Callum Wilson, Kai Havertz, and Ivan Tony from Brentford, also known as Have I scored a goal in open play? No, it's a penalty. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I, I see what I, you're talking about. Yes. So I'm, we can talk about this. But we can just say like, who do we who do we like here? From just a standpoint of who do we think will finish with the golden boot? And then I almost want to go into like who do you think will score more goals, A versus B? So humor me with this. I've given you some names. Who yeah. do you think is going to win? Who do you think is going to win the golden boot in the prep? Honestly, you already know my first pick. Haaland, I would give it to him. Um, him. He'll come in second. I don't know why they put him as first mm. to take it ahead of Salah and Son and Kane. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we're, we're just going to see. I think, for me, my number one pick is obviously Salah. My number two pick is Haaland. Nunez is, has not been very go- good right now at uh, open shots. Right, open shots mm-hmm. at goal. He he's missed so many chances, and it's like seriously, you know, you, you should get you should up your game because this is the bloody Premier League. You mm-hmm. know, this is the Premier League. We do not play around here. You know, you get a chance to score, you better score, because no no matter if the team is at the bottom of the table, if they get a counter, they are scoring. You know, it's not like they don't have fast players too. They have fast players as well. You know. So, if you don't score and they counter, they are going to score as well. Everybody's talented in the Premier League. You have all these talented players and you can't go about missing clear, sh- clear goals. Because, I mean, the past few games, like, open goals, open goals, you know, just tap it in. He kicks it wide. Tap it in, mm-hmm. kick it wide. I'd rather kick it wide than tap it in or near the goal. He got lucky in one of the instances and the goal went in. But everybody knew, you know, that was a lucky shot. So Nunez, I don't have much hope for him as of the moment, but it is too early to tell. And then um, Salah, I, I trust that guy to pull through. He's gone three seasons with the Golden Boot. You know that that is amazing. That is beyond amazing. You know, I mean, who, which other, like he's he's among legends right now. In that instance, he's mm. averaging what twenty goals a season. For in the Premier League, like that is that is pretty darn good. Twenty goals a season, mm. like those those are high numbers. 
you know those are very high numbers and i think he's gonna keep it up because last season they said the same you know they're like oh yeah no salah's not gonna take the golden boot you know this is the year he's gonna dip his performance is gonna go mm-hmm. down blah 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 you know he didn't score his first uh, he scored his first game didn't score his second game and everybody was up in arms you know it's salah you just give him time the man will get back into form and when he does he can always find the target so salah 100% my first choice. Haaland, that guy's a goal-scoring okay. machine. Like, I've seen him in front of goal with Man City, and that man doesn't take any chances. Like, he tries. Mm. He fights. You know, he's a fighter. And that's what I love about him. He's a fighter, and he he's going to prove it to us this season. Son, definitely my third. Harry Kane, fourth. That duo, very scary. Very scary. I am like I am a Liverpool supporter, but Harry Kane and Son, very scary combination. Like very very scary combination. I think like, I yeah, they're, they're deadly. When you look so at they, they definitely Spurs. Put up the numbers and it's it's shown. Yeah, I think Spurs is fascinating because they do have a little bit more depth at that striker position. We're adding Richarlison there, so you wonder. A rotation right. between Son, Kane, and Richarlison. Someone's going to have to take a little bit. And they'll probably get a bit of an equal share. But I think that dip may either keep them fresher and help them all reach their numbers. Or yeah. oh, someone's did I say that, Did I say Tottenham got uh, covered? Uh, I, 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 I don't know which name yeah. I said, yeah, but I know did. I didn't say Richarlison. Did I say Richarlison? You said uh, Calvin. Yeah, you said Calvin. Okay, I, I don't know what name I said, but I, I, Richardson was the guy I was thinking about, the white-haired guy. Yeah, the guy who sprayed <laughs> his hair white because he thought it would somehow make him a better striker. Yeah, but you know, those those are the four my top four. I don't know uh, about anybody else, but if you look at just stats and previous history performance, you know that it's Salah, Haaland, Son, Kane. I'll put those two at three. Yeah. You know, that's the way it's going to go. Because who else? I mean, except for Gabriel Jesus for Arsenal, who are on fire right now. So he he could bring something to the table. You never know. He wants to prove a point And, you know, he's on his way to do it. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens there. No, shoot. Another name, I think, could be a low-key interesting name just because of how much their team will rely on him. Alexander Mitrovic at Fulham. I don't expect him to stay top oh. of the table in that region, but mm-hmm. for a team that when production you need, like I think he's like a bottom, he's like a bottom, bottom to middle tier striker in the prep, and he's back in the prep. And I think he is a low key nice play from a betting standpoint, but also just from a production standpoint to put up numbers this year. Yeah, okay. So here's what my take is on Fulham. Um, <laughs> they are expecting too much. Right? Maybe I am. This is the big leagues. We all know what the Premier League stands for. We all know what teams can do. But Fulham, as they are right now, are hitting above their weight class, if you understand me. You know, they're hitting above their weight yeah. class. 
and it's it's not a bad thing obviously you know it's not a bad thing but i think it they're you know they're overhyping themselves to that point where it's like unrealistic at the achievements that you're trying to get at this point if i'm fulham the only thing i'll be worried about is not even the first second third or fourth position not even the six seven eight or ninth i'll just worry about staying in the league for next year yeah i mean they've no i do think not him stays up i i think they have enough i think they've the way they're playing they might stay stay up honestly the way they're playing they might stay up Mm-hmm. Who do you think is going down, though? I, I know we'd love to see Man U somehow in the championship, but um, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but I, I know, so. I I've said on record, both on YouTube and on podcast, I think my team Wolves. Ugh, I think they're going to be in that bottom three, fighting to stay alive. Didn't they, they play Tottenham today and lose? Lost. Yeah, they lost against yeah. Tottenham today by one, one, what, one nothing? Yeah, ah. one nothing. It's Harry Kane, man. Be... Yeah, yeah. So they just I mean, don't have lose? enough production. I I don't understand why they're not working on the ta- on the players that they know are talented, like Traore. They're just letting him be. Mm-hmm. You know, if I had Terry on my team, I'd be trying to exploit everything he brings to the table. Strength and speed. You know? He's got a little bit of finesse, but his strength and speed I would be trying to exploit. I won't be sitting around putting him on the fucking bench. For what? You know, mm-hmm. it's it's wasted talent. Why yeah. the hell would I be putting him a man like that on the bench? You know, he's one of the fastest players in the league. I'm playing against Tottenham, a relatively slow back line. Why am I putting my fastest player on the bench? Just to test out the new kid. I'll play the new kid because mm. they got Nunez from, uh, I think, Porto, was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they got Nunez from somewhere. And then he's playing while my boy Adama is just on the seat, you know, warming the bench. He's a bench warmer now. Like, since when did that happen? Which strategist came in and, be, went, and went, well, like, you know what? We're going to put uh, some of our talented players on the bench because uh, obviously we want to see how far we can go without them. That's a smart choice. You know, and yeah, that, that's why I'm saying, real, like, at the moment, eh, they're very, eh, they want to play like small soccer, you know? Like, take it, mm-hmm. they, they want to be. I don't know what they're even trying to be, to be honest. It doesn't make sense the way their uh, la- their lineup works. It doesn't make sense at all. You know, I mean, they've got great, talented players. And most of their players are very skillful. But they're all, like, midfielders. They don't have any, like, true wingers, except for Traore. Yeah. And he's on the bench. Exactly. And their, I mean, and their nine, who is their creator as well, is still injured. Raul is still, Jimenez is still hurt, out. And I'll just say it, I, I, at some point we, we have to stop signing anyone who's played in Portugal because we think that's the way. Um, so, <laughs> All the players you know, are from Portugal. Like, it's like, who started this trend anyway? Portugal East. It's Portugal West. Like, can, can we can we sign anyone? Like, I, just play Traore because he's 
Because he represents Spain with anything. Right? Anything that has to do with Portugal, they're like all for it. And I'm like, okay. I mean, are you actually looking at the stats before you play someone? Are you looking at the stats? You have to look at the stats. The stats tell you what will work based on pre- like previous performance. And that's what I would look at. You know, that's what I would look at when I'm playing a team like that. Because Wolves at the moment, they are trying their hardest to stay in the league. You know, if they were trying to fight for like higher positions in the league, I could say, yeah, sure. You know what? Go ahead and experiment. But until then, stay in your lane. Try like you have what works. Use it until like, you know, you have a proven track record. Once you get a proven track record, then you get, you know, you can get as many players from Portugal as you want and start experimenting. You know, it's like, because that's how Wolves started off, right? They were experimenting and they got all these players for cheap from Portugal and they built a team around them and they're still like in that phase and mentality that, oh, you know what? We've got like a deadly team. We just have to figure out what works. Mm-hmm. It's like you're barely floating here, okay? You're getting trashed by like the shittiest team in the league. Just manage what you have already properly and to the fullest. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not being very efficient. That's the word. They're not being efficient with the team selection. And that pisses me off about them. It's always exciting. It's always great when yes. you're team. Like, for the players that they've lost, I'm just like, Wolves is... Everyone's like, oh, Wolves will be fine. I'm like, I don't think we will be. I hope <laughs> we will be. But we're relying on people coming back from injuries. I mean, Pedro Neto's back. Happy to see him. Huang Hijan. Like, it's... Look, I'm glad we signed someone. I mean, I'm excited for him because <laughs> not from Portugal. <laughs> but, like, we're, we're at a point here, man. We 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 are going to find ourselves... Like, everyone's talking about Man U just looking terrible. And I'm just like, yeah, just, just let Man U win two games. They'll be like, yo, what's going on with Wolves? They're like... um. We're like in 16th place right now, like in the table. Like, what happened? Like, well, ah, <laughs> watch them just God. fall off the map. <laughs> I've I've been saying this, guys. <laughs> I've been saying this. Stephen Porsche coming in like, is great. They should I'm ship up. They should excited, ship up. But like, <sighs> man, it is. Anyway, but here's you know, the thing: it's... we have we we should come like in a month. We'll see what happens because right now yeah, I think it's too early. You know, these, yeah, these it's, it's we don't not have fair. enough data to yeah. make like a good, like a good. Uh, well, what's the what's the hypothesis? Hypothesis. Hey, this English language is hard. Though. Why can't we talk in our African language? <laughs> you know, but they are uh, to make a good hypothesis. We need more. Data. <laughs> we need more data. Yeah. You know, and that that will only happen in the coming weeks for sure. We will well, get of course, there. I think once you get to about yeah. eight games, you get a feel over for some teams. But because of how the season is yeah. going to break down, like we said, getting a good start is going to matter because having a furious finish is only worth it if you don't have much ground to make up. If you finish the season yeah. on a tear, but you only move from eighteenth to thirteenth. 
yeah, it's a big gap. <laughs> but what's the points, right? If you go on a big tear and you're able to go from seventh to second, that matters, mm-hmm. right? Now, granted, yeah, I mean nine seven six five four 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 three three two one 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 bagels, right? <laughs> Right, West Ham and Manu. Right, West Ham United, West Ham and Manu, West Man. Like they nothing to show for. But I think nothing like at said, all. Let's get to the eight point. Let's get to the eight game point, and let's see how it looks like. Do I think Arsenal is going to stay on the tear they're on as long as they're healthy? But the problem with Arsenal is, um, do you know uh, what's a what's not a synonym with Arsenal? Victory. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I knew so, that was coming. I knew that was coming. Oh my days! Yeah, it's, it's the Arsenal fans will hate you. <laughs> hey, yo, Mo, I got Jamaicans on my back already. I'm good. Like I can handle. I can hide out Arsenal fans. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> um but like, <laughs> so like pacing wise, yes, there's going to be teams. Like even when we look at what was happening last year at this point. Last year at this point, West Ham was like, yo, um, we're here. Let's go. They were like, what, third? They were third. Yeah. They started, they, they made a good run. And then uh, by the end of the th- thing, they were what, 10th? Um, 10th, 12th? Yeah. No, they were like 7th or 8th. Let me actually pull that. Last year. Last year they finished 7th. Yeah, 7th on the table. And that's primarily because I think the squad that they had wasn't built to go that long season, especially when they were playing in uh, Europa as well. So, like, stuff like that does matter. Okay. So, squad Fair. depth is going to matter. And then by the end of the season, it was Man U, Liverpool, and then Chelsea just... Chelsea was, like, the Chelsea was low-key the story that no one was talking about, but that was happening. Because nobody cares about Chelsea. Chelsea is just a useless team. Nobody cares about Chelsea. Everybody like Chelsea is one of those like oh we have a billionaire as our uh, as our owner you, so we can buy all the players in the world. We had a billionaire now we just have a millionaire who's even uglier than the billionaire. So it's like okay, that that's all they had for them, and then they won a few titles, and it was like okay yeah sure it's Chelsea. They they're just they're not an interesting team. They don't captivate you. You know, They're an interesting team it, from a standpoint of like, what are you doing with all this? Again, Chelsea, find me a club who's had more players who've gone somewhere else and they're like, yeah, we're good. Yeah, we'll, we'll, be, right? we'll be productive. Kevin De Bruyne, Mo Salah, Timo Werner. Who else? Who else? Let me let, let that list go on. Uh, was it Raul? I don't know. Somebody. Yeah. It's Al, uh, Robin. Robin. Um, yeah. Like it, the list goes on, they don't know how to manage players. They're useless. You know, I should stop saying that word a lot. We should find. I should open the dictionary and uh, yeah, update my should. vocabulary. Yeah. But they are useless as of the moment. That's the only one that will work because it, sometimes um, it just doesn't make yeah. sense how Chelsea manages these exceptional. I'm telling you, exceptional players. Mm-hmm. You know, Timo Werner, man. How do you let that go? And now they're looking at getting uh, Perisic out of the way because he what somehow doesn't fit into their um, their whole system. Yeah. How does that make sense, man? You have talented young players. 
and you're telling me that you want you we want to go somewhere else and do better. Get mm-hmm. all these washed up players like Maguire to come in. You know, at this point, just 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 send Pulisic to Man U. You know, you're just gonna let him sit on the bench. Like, and this is like the Concacaf me talk. It's like, eh. but then again, I I don't I think Pulis, like the problem with Pulisic is he's he's good, but mm-hmm. when you're in the prem, everyone is good, right? Yes. It's he's not a he's not a big he's not a small fish in a big pond. He's an average sized fish in the ocean. Every, every, there's everybody's got that fish, you know. Yeah. Like everybody's got that same size. Like even if you want to talk, like players, like, and like you were saying, because I was looking at him a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, imagine needing a striker because your striker sucked, and your other striker and Tammy Abraham just left because you just didn't right. Have it's like, like imagine. How do you let Tammy Abraham just go, man? Like there was nothing wrong with that kid. He was pulling out numbers. And he didn't even get the time to shine properly, and he was still doing his job. And you decide all of a sudden, oh, you know what? We gotta let's, let let's you bring go back cause Lukaku because cause let's that's bring how... fucking Lukaku because we're going to bring him back and then sit him on the bench again, not for the first time, but for the second time. Oh my right, days! Right. They should just—I I don't know. They, they should go to the back room and reevaluate their system. The only reason why I have respect for them is because they because when Ibrahimovic came when when Abramovich came in, it was like, yo, I'll sign this guy in from France. I'm like, yep, okay, I'll watch you. I got you, Michael Essien. I see you out there. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I, I one watched, good player. <laughs> I'm sorry, hey, hey, Gambia, Gambia. What, your one good player is where? Where? Okay. Okay, I, I still don't hear you. Yes, okay. That that's a low blow. One man. good player. Okay. Like like you're picking you're, you're like picking you, on a You've won two games. You won two games at AFCON like, for the first time in your life. You get you, you've accomplished nothing. Listen, at least we went further than Ghana. We accomplished something. For a country yeah. that has how many what, what's your population like 30 million, 40 million? Yeah. Something like that, and uh, a country with a population of two million managed to put together a team that did better than you. So keep quiet, Ghana, please. Hey, you hey, have nothing Ga- to say. Gambia, Gambia, you got what, nothing what, what group, to say. What what group in the World Cup are you playing in? I, I just want to make sure I can prep your opponent to see like how we can prepare for them. That was a cheat. I don't know how we didn't make it, but that was a cheat. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> well, go, go lay down and cry. And cry some more. Okay. <laughs> I've already done my crying. I'm good. <laughs> I've already done my crying. games and AFCON. And all of a sudden, you're just like, ooh, we are peacocks. It's like, sit down. Sit We're down. crows who wanted to be peacocks, okay? That's yeah. the thing. We're crows yeah. who wanted to be peacocks. <laughs> Yes. So, or, or as my, or as Brock, I remember one time at Brock, we were, I was at Subcetera, and someone put it on the board, and I was like, "Yeah, this is actually clever. I appreciate this." Cupcakes are muffins who had dreams. Yes, you are not cupcakes. You are muffins who who overstepped. You're like, yeah, we're muffins with icing. Yeah. No, you're terrible. Get out. Um, but no, I think, yeah, Chelsea's mismanagement of talent is always fascinating to me. Because it's just like, right. you've had it's so like, many players come through. And you have nothing really to show for it. 
other than nothing. the last run. <laughs> other than that one chance. Like, I'm, you know, I'm like, you know, if 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 they held on to the same team that they had last year or the year before, actually, they would be they would be wrecking the Premier League. Honestly, you know, they had a good team. Mm-hmm. They had good subs. You know, everybody was willing to play. Everybody wanted to play. But the management was just so bad that everybody lost that that fervor, you know, that desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so oh, I found a new word, fervor. Uh, my English teacher <laughs> from Gambia came in handy. <laughs> Yo, don't kill me. Man, but yeah, that's okay. That but is yeah, so the, the management of the team is the biggest problem for those guys. And once they get that solved, mm-hmm. they will do better because they're already a team, good team while being mismanaged, you know. So imagine them managed properly, then you get a deadly squad, mm-hmm. a squad that puts numbers up. That would be the hope. That would be the hope. <sighs> Man, before we wrap this up We'll see it up happen. We'll here. see it happen for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. We will see indeed. Before we wrap this up, question. Give me your three teams who are getting relegated this year. This year? Liverpool, Man City, Arsenal. Those are my top three teams. All right. And who are your bottom three teams? Uh, Manu. Um. <laughs> you have Manu. Um, Fulham. And Manu, Fulham, and who? I would say Southampton. Really? Manu Fulham Southampton. So you think the the mighty Bournemouth are going to survive? Bournemouth. They always do. They always manage it somehow. I don't know how, but they do. So I have faith. I feel that they'll continue that. I I don't trust Everton. I just don't trust them. No? (laughs) No. I, I think they'll do fine. I think they'll do fine. I think they'll I do think, fine for sure. I think if you look at the bottom three right now, Leicester, West Ham, Man U, I don't think they go. The next four teams at the bottom of the table are Bournemouth, Liverpool, Everton, and Wolves. Remove Liverpool. I mean, imagine. I think yeah, those three true. teams get relegated. You think so? I, I, I Wolves f- are injured. <laughs> Wolves is always injured. Wolves play. <laughs> Wolves just try to eke out wins. Today was painful because they had quality chances against a team that wanted to counter. Mm-hmm. So they said, "Here's the ball," and their quality chances were just missing frame, missing frame off the frame, just missing frame. If you close enough, against they, they come close team, but not close enough. <laughs> exactly. The difference is when you look at the other side, their versions of players who are getting close are Son and Kane, like. Pedro Neto, I love you. I'm happy that you're back healthy. Kwame Chan, you are putting in a shift. Yo, Raul, Jimenez, yo, you coming? Like, because 
If you ain't here, we <laughs> the Wolves will be howling <laughs> in the champions. Yeah. At this point, they need their top player. He's, yeah. he's their only saving grace. You know, he's their saving grace at this moment. And they need to he understand really that, too. Is. Yep. And until he... Because we need him to get game form, not only for the World Cup, but also leading up to it. So, yeah, I'd love to have him come in and play, be in form, and go from there. But, guys, that wraps up for today. Checking in on the Prem. I talk about... Um, I would talk about Barcelona, but I don't talk about clubs who are having garage sales. So we'll move on. <laughs> oh my days! Oh my Look, days! Barcelona now. fans will have your head. Look, they'll like, have your head on a pike. Mo, Mo, but here's Obama Yang is like, going to Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to Chelsea, man. Watch, watch. Barcelona, they don't have money. You know. They need, they, they, you know, right at this moment, they're just like, who can we sell to get enough money to cover us for next season? <laughs> no, they're, Barcelona is literally just like, yo, we need how much to, to do it? Yo, okay, um, I got this monitor here and like a PS4. Like, how, how much is that? <laughs> Basically, is that? we're going to start with a penny and we're going to try and work our way up to a Tesla. That's what they're doing right now. I jokingly said they should just open up the bus terminal where the bus is coming for games and just start mm-hmm. auctioning off things from the 60s. Just be like, yeah, um, yeah, we have these uh, replica. Uh, we have the shirts of our coach and our founding members. That will go for uh, four, 45 mil, right? That, that should cover Lewandowski, right? Okay, cool. We have Lewandowski covered. Um, and then um, <laughs> we have three strands of Messi's hair. That should cover us for the next year and a half, right? Right? Okay. <laughs> okay cool. Which coupe wants this one? <laughs> this one's from the this was this is from the MSN wow. years. The other one is from uh, the uh, <laughs> when he played with with Eto for a, for a half with a, for a half cup of coffee. Yes, like at this point, man, like if they are not, I honestly think they'll try to hang on for as long. But unless they fix this out, like there's a real possibility that like Barca may not exist in let alone four to five years. Barcelona's going to go That's bankrupt. That's wild to me. They're going to have to sell the club they are to somebody bankrupt. who has money. Yeah, but they're going to, ha- like, I mean, like, bankrupt, bankrupt. They're going to be out of business. No, and they're yeah. going to have to sell that club to, a, like, a billionaire for it to survive. Look, That's the only way they're going to survive. They, they will sooner show up to train with locks on the training doors, and they'll show up the training, and the do- and the locks will be changed. Okay, before they sell it to someone, because who's going <laughs> to buy that? Someone will. Like, no don't get me that. wrong, but Barca Barcelona is a lucrative team. It they are is. a lucrative team. Anybody with a right sense in business will go for it. But right now, they are in a financial mess. But if they declare bankruptcy and sell it to a new owner. You know, they might go scot-free. They might not mm-hmm. uh, be as hurt as, uh, you know, they are right now. Because right now, they're limping dog with three legs instead of four. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, maybe it's just a matter of making the financial move of saying, I declare bankruptcy. And that'll be the move. But, hey, you know, my, I think we'll, that'll be interesting to watch. Also, as a parting <laughs> shot at you. I'm going to remind you that your best player is playing at uh, Bayern Munich right now. Because Mario, 
Sadio Mane is the truth. <sighs> we have Luis Diaz. We're not worried. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, we have Luis Diaz. We are okay, not yeah, worried. Did you see what he did this weekend? Remind you of that. Uh, last last uh, on Monday, actually. Did you see what he did? Yo, yeah, he pulled the money for us, man. He pulled the money for us. I was like, what? That is why we bought you. You know? To do that. But then, also, back to Liverpool. If I'm being honest, Salah right now is very lackadaisical. He's, uh, he's, uh, what, what, he's playing messy style soccer right now. And I don't like it. Where he just walks on the pitch. You know, you got your contract. No. Fucking great. Pull your weight. You know, you know, you you know what I just realized like, I wanted to talk about that I didn't talk about? And now we're going to mm. do like an extra five, ten minutes. Talking. Oh my god, Paris Saint-Germain, I know what you want to talk about. Yo. Is that what you wanted to talk about? That's Mbappe what you wanted to talk problem, about, right? Mbappe is like, a child. Like, I, like, he's a child. He should shut up and be in his baby seat. You know? He's one of those children who are like, you know, you, you're only meant to be seen, not heard. I, like, I how know do you, how do, Yeah, like... How do you like? He's a the problem with him is he's talented, but it's just like, no, like you don't get, you don't get this, and like, like he's I, talented, but yo, I'm gonna say two things about him. A, yeah, Neymar's getting sold, of course, yeah, eventually, yeah. of course. Oh no! Oh yeah, of course. Anytime I see the problem with how he owns the thing is, it's like now I jokingly anytime there's like. PSG has given permission to Neymar and Messi to seek a transfer. I'm like, um, you mean Mbappe said they need to go. So, <laughs> go. But this keeps alive the greatest tradition of the 21st century. You know what that is? The World Cup's champion's curse. We just need one bad apple in France's room, and we found it. France is not yep. even the group stage. I said it, and I'll say it again. The World Cup curse is real. And I am actually waiting for that to happen because I just want to be like, yeah, in your face, you know. You thought you were better than us? Well, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Yo. That's all I want to do. Legit, that's all I want to do. Man, like that, that, you know, because it took three clips from that game and you're just like, yo, everything we said was right. Like, immensely but I don't talented, understand like, why management would give him that much power just to stay. Mbappe is good. Mbappe is good. But let's remember, he's in the French League. Mm-hmm. He's in the French League. <laughs> he's good, but he's in the French League. Let him go play with the big boys. There's a reason why he doesn't play well in the Champions League. There's a reason why. You know, it's not because he, uh, he's had a bad day. He's talented, but he's not up there yet. He's not up there with the big boys. You know? And yeah. it, to give him all that power just to make him stay, you're convincing a little child to stay in your camp because what? You think he's the future of soccer. Yes, he's the future of soccer, but not with you. That's what they have to remember. <laughs> he's the future of soccer, but not with them. But, like, if if you're them, I mean, you do what you have to do there, and I'm not mad at PSG for putting Ah, for around. fuck's sakes. It's the fucking... Like, it, it's, it's League One, man. There's nothing hype about it. It's League One. Nobody watches that except for French people. You know? No, and people, the only reason people I, are starting to watch it now is because of Neymar and Messi. Yeah. Right? That's that's what made it global. Neymar, Messi. Mm. Made PSG global. Right? 
Neymar already did it, but even then, it wasn't as like hyped. But once Messi landed there, people were like, yeah. "Oh man, I gotta watch Messi." You know, even though he sucks right now, I gotta watch him because it's it's Messi. You never know. You never know. It's Messi. You know, he could yeah. surprise you. One day he could dribble the entire team and go score and just walk off the pitch. He doesn't care. He rolls like a boss. No. Correction. One day he'll score a bicycle just for fun and just be like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he'll be like, yeah, I'm tired of teaching you guys how to play soccer. You know, and the then competition the next game, is dead. And then the next game, Mbappe misses a penalty, tries to get a second. Like, that entire game. Like, like well, that entire game is literally just like, Hi. Young players, you want to do know what you and, don't do? Don't be that guy. Yeah, don't miss a penalty and then demand another one, and then on a counter, just walk away because you were not passed the ball. Can you believe that? He walked away from a counter, especially because he wasn't the passed the ball. Especially where the ball was placed and knowing what his pace was. If he continues right? to run and just measures himself, he's he would eventually get the ball. He would eventually be get the ball because that would have just been a cross, you know, an Xbox. Like uh, that, that's what I like to call it, an Xbox. You pass, you score, FIFA. That's literally all it would have been. But no, he decides I'm not gonna run. Like which player in the right? Not even like I don't understand which great player just stops running because they won't pass the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think Cristiano has done it, but he's made up with it for with goals and winning trophies and everything, accolades. You know, something by his name, not just one World Cup title, and then suddenly claim that you're the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Pogba has a World Cup title. Look at him. You know, Varane had a World Cup title. Look at him. Yeah. Like PSG is for another day. Next time we'll talk about PSG. But for now, <laughs> I have to dip. <laughs> yo, that's not a problem, man. Thanks for joining. Thanks for everything. And yo, we'll yeah, keep no this problem, conversation man. going because there's, there's yeah. drama everywhere. PSG next and time for sure. <laughs> PSG and then for kicks, we'll talk about Ajax. What's going on there? Let's <laughs> No one wants to talk about Dexter League? No? Okay, that's... Yeah, PSV is no. a thing. Yeah. No? No, no, let's talk about PSV. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. We talked German want. League, but, you know, it's it's already over. A Bayern's already won. So, it's... Yeah. Kind of yeah. That, it is what it is. Indeed. All right. All right. Catch you next week. Take care, week. man.